The following is a Thunderbolt West Media Production. Today I'm going to be talking about world events, Christmas, off-grid, and more. You are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show with Jim Calhoun. The storm was coming, the sky was on fire, fear was in their eyes. It's my opinion that we should be prepared to lean on our faith and be able to step out on the sea. Thanks for tuning in to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I'm your host, Jim Calhoun. This show features off-grid topics such as surviving in these troubled times, creating your own power, gardening, homesteading, and other issues related to off-grid living. I also seek to educate my listeners about survival and prepping, and I do my best to be a resource as you prepare to protect your family. In this show, I also talk about a wide variety of topics, everything from government corruption to chemtrails. I also feel that our constitutional republic is worth saving, so I never miss an opportunity to do my part in helping to save our republic. I have two main goals for this show. Number one, to help you build your faith in God. And number two, to help each listener become as self-sufficient as possible. This show originates at the Harmony Barn Studio, located near Hershey, Nebraska, in the United States of America. The Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show airs on global shortwave stations, WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, on 7490, WTWW, Lebanon, Tennessee, on 5085, and on WRMI, Radio Miami International, Okeechobee, Florida, on 5850. And this show airs on 89.3 FM, Key Radio, in Osage Beach, Missouri. This show is also available on demand as a podcast on Podpoint, Red Circle, Spreaker, Podbean, and Podomatic. My email address is jim at offgridliving.faith, and I invite you to visit my website, which is offgridliving.faith. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I sure appreciate it. Well, we're having quite a Christmas season. Where I'm at, we're having warm weather, which I like. And a lot of people are dreaming of a white Christmas, but I never do just for the fact that that white stuff means more work for me. And that's kind of selfish. I don't like those white Christmases. But if you want a white Christmas, I hope you get one. Just give me some nice weather on Christmas and I'll be happy. Well, this show is going to be a hybrid show. I know that during the Christmas season, a lot of different programs will air some what I call fluff shows, that they're really laid back, not very informative, 
But if you're into prepping and into off-grid living and into learning about being self-sufficient and the things that I talk about, that's why you tune in. You don't tune in for any fluff. But I'm going to tone it down a notch. You're going to get a little fluff today, but not a whole show of it. So I'm going to compromise. And also, I do not like reruns. And so you're not going to get a rerun. You're going to get a fresh show every week, no matter what day it is. I'll work through any holiday because a watchman never ceases watching. And I feel like I'm a watchman at the wall. Well, I've had a stressful week. Got into a situation that has really stressed me quite a bit. And I'm getting over it. And it's a personal thing. I'm just going to say it involves me helping with someone who's now deceased. I kind of walked into a hornet's nest, so to speak, of that I had to help with a man who had passed away in his home. And, and I was right there during the whole cleanup and everything that entails when you have someone that dies in their home. And it's really affected me. I didn't know the man, but I'm grieving. And so this whole week, I haven't really thought much about anything but this poor man. And I feel sorry for him and his family, and my prayers go out for his family. And especially my prayers go out to his dearest and best friends who never let him down. And that means a lot when your friends don't let you down. But today I'm going to be talking about some off-grid issues, and I'm going to fill you in on a few things that I see from the wall as I watch out. But I'm also going to add some Christmas cheer to this show. Most of you know I have a second show that I do with Bob Bierman on Wednesdays. That's Truth to Ponder. But very few people know I have a music show that I put together that mostly features music that I've written and recorded, but I also do other people's music from time to time. As a matter of fact, I'd say recently, I've been playing a lot of my friends' music that is music you probably have never heard before, but I think you're going to really like. Well, I'm going to put part of my Harmony Barn Sessions, and that's what my music show is called. I'm going to put part of Harmony Barn Sessions on this episode of the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I'm going to include three songs that we recorded, and we just recorded them live. We showed up at my friends, and we set a microphone in the middle of the room, and we just had fun. And so I'm going to sneak three Christmas songs in this show and, and spread a little bit of Christmas cheer. Christmas time sometimes can be a time of loneliness and a time of stress. And if you're one of those that are feeling either or both, just remember that God does love you and remember that you wouldn't be here if you didn't have a purpose. And so hold your head up high and do your best to have a great holiday season. And there's others that just relish all of the holidays. They love the entertaining. They love the lights. They love the shopping. They love everything about it. And to you, I got to say, well, you make the economy go and do what you do. Me? Well, I'm not a bah humbug. Not by a long ways. But I'm kind of one that I would rather celebrate the resurrection of Jesus and his birth. His birth, even though miraculous, pales in comparison to what Jesus did for you and for me. And so the crucifixion and resurrection is 
my focal point when it comes to Jesus. And while I do celebrate the birth of Jesus, I like to concentrate on God's plan of salvation and what the blood of Jesus has done for me and for every believer. And so I'm definitely on the side of Christmas that it's Jesus is the reason for the season. And I know there are scholars out there that know that he was not born on December 25th, and the calendars have changed from a lunar calendar to a solar calendar, and there's been all sorts of people mess with dates and times through the years, and no one actually knows the true date of the birth of Jesus. But I think we should celebrate Jesus every day of the year, not just on his birthday. That's just my opinion. Well, I said I was going to get on to some world events, and I'm not going to spend much time on world events today, mainly because they're so bad. Just to be blunt with you, it's just escalation after escalation. And it doesn't matter what political party you belong to or how you lean politically. I think we're at the time in history where mankind, and I'm talking about the common man, we need to unite. Democrats, Republicans, doesn't matter what religion. I think that the common man is nothing more than an expendable target. And if the common people do not find common ground, we're in a world of hurt. They're sneaking all sorts of bug products, byproducts and things into our foods, which our bodies can't handle. And they're targeting the children, of course. The jets fly over every day, spraying their toxins. You have all these parliaments, dictators and presidents and prime ministers and all these different leaders across the world that are doing everything in their power to cover up all the genocide that's happening in the Gaza Strip, and they're working equally hard to cause a world war, which I do believe is already going. We have the Red Sea that is no longer going to have near the traffic as far as commercial traffic and container ships and so forth, because the insurance companies are not going to insure ships that sail in those waters for obvious reasons. And we have warplanes flying everywhere and soldiers going everywhere and all sorts of ships, submarines, and missiles. Everything's on the move. And I think the dominoes have already started falling. It's just we haven't seen it yet. But when we do start seeing the dominoes fall, physically see them, as far as we see the events, things are going to happen so fast that it's going to make your head spin. So all I can say is that the world events are more out of control today than they were yesterday. And I don't think that I'm going out on a limb saying that tomorrow's world events are going to be even more out of control than today's. And so love your family. Love your friends. Unite with whoever you can unite with. Because we're going to need each other. People of the world, the common people of the world, are going to be facing something we've never faced. In the year 2024, there are some huge 
decisions that mankind has to reach. And if mankind just sits back and lets it happen, well, it's going to happen. And we don't want it to happen that I see coming anyway. I have a perfect analogy. It's kind of hard to watch, but there is a video that's circulating about a man that goes into Ukraine into a meeting, some sort of parliamentary or government meeting, and he's arguing with the people, and you can tell that he's not gaining any headway. So he starts taking hand grenades out and pulling the pins and just kind of tossing them on the floor. Now, I don't know about you, but if I see a fragmentation hand grenade with the pin out thrown at my feet, I'm going to jump. I'm going to get out of there. I'm going to move anyway. Well, he was sitting there yelling at the people as the hand grenades were hitting the floor. And you had all these people that were a little bit startled, but they were kind of just looking at the hand grenade going, what, huh? You talk about deer in the headlights. And then, of course, the hand grenades exploded, and at least one person was killed. I know there was lots of injuries. There had to have been, because it was just point blank and had the hand grenades on the floor. That chaotic scene will tell you how the world's governments are. You know, they're behind the scenes. Everything's a mess, but just those people looking at the hand grenades and not moving. I would have been diving for cover. But these people just stared at the hand grenades. And we can't do that as a species. As a human being, we cannot see what's coming and look at the hand grenade on the floor and just look at it and say, huh, I wonder if it's going to go off. Of course it's going to go off if you pull the pin, if it's armed anyway. And how irate and unhinged this guy was, you had to know that they were active live hand grenades. And I think I would have been ready for the exit as soon as he walked in because you could tell something was up with him. Broadcasting from the United States of America, you are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I invite all of my listeners to go to my social media site, which is on veteranbrigades.com. It's the only social media site that I trust, and you do not have to be a veteran to join. So go to veteranbrigades.com, sign up, and look me up over there. And on that platform, I'm the Living Off Grid Show. And I plan on doing lots of interactive things over there with you, my audience. So please go visit me at VeteranBrigades.com. And so I'm doing my best to wake up as many people as I can to the dangers that I see. And the dangers that are coming in 2024 are economic collapse, world war, and AI getting more powerful and more out of control. And as soon as AI takes over everything, I really don't see a way out, at least through technology. I don't see a way out. Almost everything I own is old technology that can't be accessed by a computer. 
In other words, I live in an analog world. Of course, I have digital products. I have my computer and my recording gear and everything's digital. And I know the digital is a wonderful platform. But so is analog. And I have a lot of ground-driven equipment, which means that the actual turning of the wheels operates the machinery, makes the gearbox move. I have an awful lot of things like that have a lot of hand tools that get their power from my hand or my arm. And while people might say, well, that's excessively old-fashioned, I'd say, yeah, it is. But there's nothing going to corrupt my tools. I'm not going to be spied on by my refrigerator. I'm not going to have a power tool tell the power company how much power I'm using. And right now in Nebraska, a good friend, Catherine, sent me a link that I looked at showing that Nebraska is now putting a database together of everyone's medical records in Nebraska to be able to, so those records could be shared freely at will amongst hospitals and also law enforcement. And Nebraska is what you would call a very red state, but yet they just passed this sweeping surveillance bill to where your medical records are no longer going to be private. And there's a reason they're taking our privacy away. There's a reason they need our medical records. It's the same reason they're spraying us with chemtrails. It's the same reason they're putting bugs on our food. It's the same reason they're putting out fake vaccines that kill you. It's all interconnected. It's all a hand grenade on the floor. And if we don't see the hand grenade on the floor, folks, it's going to hurt us. It's going to hurt us bad, possibly kill us. And everywhere I look, I'm seeing a live hand grenade on the floor. And this AI is one of the biggest. It's like an atomic bomb on the floor, actually. And I see that newscasters are going to be replaced by artificial intelligence within the next couple of years. And they have these virtual people that are non-existent that if you look at their picture or watch a video of them talking, you have to really watch close just to wonder if they might be AI. A couple of them I've caught, they were obviously AI, but there's a lot of AI I've seen out there that I can't tell the difference. And when you have somebody that has a political agenda or a social agenda or a climate change agenda or whatever, programming what you hear and what you see and all they have to do is just type it out and then all these avatars or robots or artificially generated people are going to tell you what to do or tell you what they want you to think and so if we do have any broadcasters that had a spine that would stop reading what they were handed and say, folks, I was just handed this and it's a lie, such as the safe and effective with this vaccine. All it would have taken is two or three news anchors around the world to crumple that up when they were handed that and say, folks, I want to tell you the truth. It's not safe. It's not effective. Don't take it. They would have lost their job, but they would have gained their humanity. But just up there being a puppet or a parrot doesn't help anybody. And now the people in charge of 
trying to rule the world, the quote-unquote elites, are going to take even that little small chance that we would have someone actually get a conscience. They're going to ensure that never happens by using artificially generated people to give us our news and weather. Pretty soon we're going to have artificial generated sports. We're going to have lots of people out of jobs really soon. And when you have a lot of people that have no purpose and no job, I would imagine it's only a small step for the artificial intelligence to deem you unessential. Therefore, you must be exterminated. I watch all these old science fiction movies and programs, and they're entertainment until you start seeing them come true. Like with Doctor Who, the early Doctor Who had the Daleks. They still have them from time to time, I think on the newer episodes, but the original TV series from the BBC, they grew that whole program off of Daleks. That really grew that show and made it just an institution. And they only had one thing in their mind, and that was to exterminate. And I do believe that when artificial intelligence gets placed everywhere, I think that's going to be its main goal, is to exterminate. I really hope I'm wrong. I think 2024, we're going to see a massive increase of the bank failures and wars and artificial intelligence. It's all going to start coming to a head, I think, next year. But you're going to have to start getting a hard edge to you. You're going to have to toughen up for what's about to come. And again, I hope I'm wrong, but that's just what I see as I stand at the wall watching the world. Well, after that very cheerful news, I'm going to lighten things up. I'm going to talk about some off-grid issues. And what I'd like to talk about today is ordering your seeds, getting ready for gardening this spring. Now, I know it's awful early to think about gardening, but now is the time to really do it. You've got everything put away from last summer, and you've kind of got a window to do some planning. And I think that you should sit down and plan a garden that's going to be big enough to take care of you and your family plus one other family. I know how much work that is. That's an amazing amount of work. And I also think in some areas you're going to have to think about the possibility of you not being able to water your garden through water rationing or if we have an attack on the power grid. And so I would highly recommend that you do some dry land gardening, get some open pollinated heirloom seeds that are drought tolerant, and then if you don't have to ration water, and if the grid does not go down, well, you'll have plenty of water, won't have to water as often. Another good plan would be to capture rainwater. But in this crazy age, we have some communities that don't want you to capture rainwater. And if you live in one of those communities that they say you can't do that, well, they'll give you health reasons or possibly say that it's breeding ground for mosquitoes or what have you. But in reality, I think that the elites, the ones pushing all this global genocide, they don't want you to have the ability to use water when you need it. And let's face it, without water, we don't last very long. And so I think it would be a good idea to get some Food-grade plastic barrels. 
I don't believe I'd use metal barrels just due to the fact that you have rust issues and possibly you have diesel or was stored in these barrels, which would not be good for you to put it in water. You don't want to contaminate the soil or the groundwater. That's why I think food-grade plastic containers, drums is what I'm talking about, and capture as much rainwater as you can. And if you can do that, then you'll be assured you'll have enough water to get through some of the driest parts of the summer. You'd have to ration it, of course, and you'd have to have quite a few barrels. But I think that's a good plan. Another good plan is to make a pond. And you could line that pond with a tarp or a plastic of some sort that's thick that will keep the water from going into the ground and simply make a pond at the end of one of your drain pipes that come off of your gutter. Or if you have like a barn or a large house that has a large roof area that the water drips off, you can make yourself a little trench and slope your trench and so your water will go one direction into your little pond you make. Anything that you can do to capture water I think is a good idea. But getting back onto your garden planning, make sure you have enough seeds. Make sure you're working on your compost now. Get everything planned and get your seeds bought. Get them in your possession. And spend an extra day or two with your planning. Last year I said I thought that was the most important year to garden. While it didn't turn out to be, I'm going to tag that on to 2024. I think it's really important that you're self-sufficient. So, And so learn what you need to learn, whether online or by books or pamphlets or just go to an expert gardener and just get tutored. Whatever it takes, I think this is the year to do that. Well, before I take us into break, I'm going to play the first Christmas song. This is taken from my Harmony Barn session show. And I have a dear friend. Her name is Brenda Cohn. And I want Brenda to do just a wonderful Christmas song for you. By now in New York City There's snow on the ground Out in California Sun shines all around Maybe down in Memphis Graceland's all in lights And in land of Georgia There's peace on earth tonight Christmas in Dixie It's snowing in the pines Merry Christmas from Dixie To everyone tonight It's windy in Chicago 
All the kids are out of school There's magic in Motown The city's on the move In Jackson, Mississippi To Charlotte, Caroline All across the nation It's a peaceful Christmas time Christmas in Dixie It's snowing in the pines Merry Christmas from Dixie To everyone tonight Christmas in Dixie It's snowing in the pines Merry Christmas from Dixie To everyone tonight And from North Platte, Nebraska It's a peaceful Christmas night I want to thank everyone who has donated to keep this show on the air. I would love to have more partners. I'd love to grow this show. And to do that, I'm going to need more people to partner with me. I take checks, money orders, or cash. And your donations are very much appreciated, by the way. But you would write the check out to Thunderbolt West Media. You would mail to Thunderbolt West Media. P.O. Box 163. P.O. Box 163. Hershey, Nebraska. Hershey. Nebraska, and the zip code is 69143. If you're tuned to 5085, you're listening to WTWW. If you're on 7490, you're listening to WBCQ. And if you're listening on 5850, you're tuned in to WRMI, Radio Miami International. And if you're on 89.3 FM, you're listening to Key Radio, Osage Beach, Missouri. There's no dinosaur media here. Welcome back to the second half of the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. This is Jim Calhoun, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. Well, I hope you're all ready for Christmas, and I hope you've got your plans for the new year. It's awful hard to plan when you don't know exactly what's going to happen. But do your best to be a goal-centered person. Set your goals and don't set them so high you can't reach them, but set them high enough that if you miss your goal, you're still aiming high. 
But do your best not to miss your goals this year. And top off your preps and just get yourself mentally and physically and spiritually and financially, if you can, prepared for massive changes. Nobody's asking for change. Just these people in power know that we're waking up. And so they have to expedite things and they have to change their timeline. I think they're still publicly saying 2030, but I think that they'd rather have it done by 2028. I think that we're in a pincer type of a movement. I think we have time marching on towards 2030 and we have the people that are changing their date and pinching time from the other direction. And so everything you need to do from estate planning to getting your house in order, so to speak, you better do so. And the best thing you can do to put your house in order is to have a relationship with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I can't stress that enough. No matter how much we prep, no matter how good things are or bad they are, we can always count on the blood of Jesus. And we're living in a time period where you can't count on much. And it's a blessing in my life to be able to count on Jesus. And I rely on my faith. And during this Christmas season, I want to stress how important it is for you to build your faith. I'm going to get back on some off-grid topics here. There are many ways that you can do alternative power for devices. There are little generators, and there are different electronics you can do to step up voltage or step it down. And I don't want to get into too much of that here because I'm not an engineer and I'm not an expert by any means electronics. But I do have listeners that know how to put batteries together in series and also in parallel. And they're able to create different voltages and they're able to make different battery packs for different devices and battery packs that'll last a long time. There's a way to step up voltage and down voltage in your milliamps and things. There's things you can do to redesign some of the things you have in your house to where you can run them on batteries and different types of batteries that you wouldn't possibly think would work. And I'm getting letters from people that are, in my opinion, genius when it comes to electronics. And I wish I could share a lot of the things they're sharing with me. But I can just give you this little teaser that if you are inclined to be able to do your own soldering and own engineering, if you are kind of a technical person, that's something that you could look at as being self-sufficient. And of course, if you're not very technical and you're not handy with electronics or solder, well, this portion is probably not for you. But the reason I'm telling you this is that we're going to have to gain something in 2024. And that's something that we've lost as a people, I think. And that's the spirit of invention. We need to be inventive. We need to really turn our brains on and think things through. And if something could be done better, well, go ahead and do it the better way. If it means that you have to invent something or concoct something, whether it be a formula or a way to modify a machine you already have, I think you need to be putting that skill to use. Because if we can get those creative juices flowing, if and when 
the big developments really get out of hand and we're forced to ration and forced to do without, well, if your creative juice is already flowing, you're going to be able to transition into that a lot less painfully than those that are sitting still. And so I would say that one thing to be self-sufficient is you need to get your brain operating at a high level of inventiveness. We all have some degree of creativity, some of us more than others, but we have to wake it up and start using it. The old saying, use it or lose it, is very true. And so ask yourself a simple question, is if I have no power, how am I going to be able to operate? And then look at your situation, the things you already own, the tools and the things you're going to need to survive. If they're not adequate, if there's no way to modify them, if they're going to be useless in a grid-down situation, well, then you have to do what I've said in earlier episodes, is get different tools, get some hand-operated tools. But there are ways you can power all sorts of power tools with different battery combinations and different inverters and converters. And I think it would be wise to have a backup solar power converter and some solar panels. Even if you don't use them, even if you don't want to hook them up, I think it would be good to have, I would say, like four panels and six batteries and run everything on 24 volts and get a pure sine wave type of a inverter to where your appliances won't be hurt by it. And what I've just described, while it's not totally portable, it's pretty easy to set up, pretty easy to tear down. And if you have a pickup truck, it's pretty easy to haul that group of electronics that I just talked about. But if you have that as a minimum, you're going to have power at least 8 to 12 hours a day, every day the sun shines. And if you add four more batteries, you should be able to have power pretty much 18 to 24 hours, depending on the time of year that you use this combination of panels and batteries and inverters and controllers. And also, I think it's a good idea to have a gasoline generator for backup. I think it's a wonderful idea. And make sure you have enough fuel stored back that you can run your generator for two or three weeks or longer if you can. Just remember that the modern gasoline spoils pretty quick, so you have to put some stabilizing chemicals in your gasoline or else it could possibly go stale. But I think that's a good idea to start looking at backup. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I like to follow my gut, so to speak. And my gut tells me that things are just about ready to go in a big way. Things are just about ready to crumble in a big way. And I've said that for a couple of years, and I've been wrong, and I hope I'm wrong again. But even though I've, but I think that my feelings are stronger today than they were and I think the evidence as far as what I'm reading in the news and, and seeing in my research, I think, warrants me on being a little bit more pessimistic about the outlook of things to come. But I hope that this Christmas season treats you kind. I hope that you have a very pleasant holiday season. And I hope you take time to celebrate Jesus Christ. Not just the birth of Jesus, but the blood of Jesus. Celebrate Jesus as a whole. 
That's what I would recommend. Well, the rest of the show is going to be dedicated to Christmas. I'm going to go ahead and play another Christmas song. This is Barb, Brenda's sister. And Barb is a wonderful friend as well. And we just recorded these in Brenda's living room. And we did it very primitive. And so you're not going to get a studio quality song here, but you're going to get music from the heart. And I hope you enjoy Barb as she sings White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with every Christmas card I I've been a professional musician for years. That doesn't mean that I do nothing but music. I also have worked with my hands for years. I can do about anything with my hands, from roof your house to rebuild your engine to whatever you need. I can generally do it. Now, some things I do better than others, of course, but I'm not scared of anything with my hands. But one of my favorite things to do with my hands is to play guitar. And while I'm not going to play any guitar instrumental songs on this show, I am going to add a couple of songs that I have sang to this program. 
Because I would like to spread cheer. I'd like to spread goodwill. I wish the best for all of mankind. I truly do. And I'm not doing this show for notoriety. I'm not doing it to be wealthy. I'm not doing it for any other reason other than I want to be a blessing and I want to be a help. And I want to thank again everyone who donated to the Geese's. I almost forgot. I sent them in the totals and I hope that it was a blessing. We ended up with $790. I was hoping we'd get an extra donation or two. That's not a huge amount of money. But I think that they could really use it. And so the check has been sent, and they wanted me to personally thank everyone who donated. And from the bottom of their heart, they're very thankful. They're very good people. The Geese's are very deserving, wonderful people, and they're very thankful. And I'm thankful as well to all the listeners who helped out. But I hope that I was a blessing to them, and I hope I'm a blessing to you. And I wish to everyone listening peace and happiness. Because if we have both peace and happiness, then we can live a very wonderful life. Well, I'm going to go ahead and sneak in one of my songs. This is a song I recorded quite a few years ago. And it's a song I've always kind of enjoyed. It's called The Little Drummer Boy. And this is my version. I hope you like it.
from time to time I do comedy commercials, and I do those on Harmony Barn Sessions. And I'm going to bring one that I call Santa's Aching Lap. I hope you enjoy it. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas! Ho, 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 ho. Thank you, Santa. Oh, I'm glad that's over. Now I go get a cup of coffee. But you can't go yet, Santa. There's one more in the line. Uh, what you talking about? That's the last kid. I'm done. Ready for a break. He's been waiting out there a long time. You mean that guy standing out there? Yes, that very large man. That guy is so big, he needs his own area code. Well, I'm not going to do it. But the sign says children of all ages, and you don't want to lose another job, do you? Well, if you put it that way. Okay, come over and sit down. <gasps> oh, boy. Hi, Santa. I want a twain, and I want a bank full of money. Oh, I know what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a diet. And I want a new car. And maybe you could give me one of your reindeer. Yeah, and that little sleigh. And uh, how about half a dozen elves? Get off. And then I want a big piece of pie. And then we'll go have lunch. That sound good, Santa? We'll go eat some more. <laughs> I've got one more song I'm going to play for you today, and it's going to be Silent Night, my all-time favorite Christmas song. And again, I recorded this one several years ago, but I think it holds up pretty well. It's a pretty crude recording. When I recorded it, I did it in a very primitive and homespun type of a way, but, but I've always liked my efforts on this, and I hope you enjoy the song Silent Night. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild.
Well, folks, I do appreciate you listening. Next year, I plan on growing this show. I would love to have more partners to help me do so, but God has put it on my heart that I need to expand and I need to do more. And I'm doing an awful lot right now as far as doing two shows of my own a week and one for Bob Behrman, but I'm getting so many encouraging emails and letters from people. And my listeners are truly becoming family to me. And I want to say a special thank you to all those who contribute. And there's many. But Art, Merry Christmas. I enjoy you contributing very much. And I'm talking about material that they send in for me to either talk about or to try to research. And Catherine, thank you. You're a dear friend, and you are helping me watch. You're kind of a watchman on the wall, too. I appreciate you standing beside me as we try to take care of people. And to my crazy conspiracy theorist in the woods, I should have said my conspiracy theorist sister, but she knows who I'm talking about. You have no idea what your letters mean to me and your research. You are a vital part of the show, and you're more than a dear friend. You're family, and I wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. And I have another contributor that sends a whole bunch of material, and that's Karen in Philadelphia. And Karen is a very, very wonderful person. She's brilliant. She's very smart, and she's a wonderful person. And she sends me an awful lot of things that are disturbing, but she wants me to know about it. And she's been on the inside as far as on the medical part, on both research and in just in medicine. That she knows what's going on with the medical tyranny and everything that's happening, and she's giving me an awful lot of good articles and, and a lot to talk about. So Karen and Eric are family, and I'm proud to have them in my family. So Merry Christmas, you two. Stay safe. And Brother Mark... He sends me things, and I really do appreciate that. And, and Brother Mark, I wish you all the best, and thank you for contacting me. And a lot of these people also donate, and I appreciate everyone who donates. And a lot of people who donate tell me not to mention their names, so I'm not going to mention names. You know who you are. It's because of you I'm able to do these shows, you know. And I'm never going to forget it. Your generosity is just so wonderful, and I thank you. And I wish to all my listeners peace and goodwill. And I think two things are true. A rising tide lifts all boats. And the second thing is all good people must stick together. And all of us good people, we need to start sticking together. We need to have each other's backs. That's something we need to do in 2024. I'd ask you to consider donating to the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show. It's easy to do. I take checks, money, orders, or cash. You would write to check out to Thunderbolt West Media, and you would mail to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, and the zip code is 69143. Again, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, everyone, be safe, be blessed. Stay diligent and never ever forget, replace fear 
with faith. This is Jim Calhoun with the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show. The song Step Out on the Sea is performed by Brit Small and Festival. Thank you for listening to Thunderbolt West Media.